Welcome to the All Around Joe Podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junk. On this edition of the All Around Joe Podcast, I'm going to be talking about cheat meals without consequences or how to make your cheat meals have no consequence for you so you can enjoy the cheat meal or the cheat day and you can have it be productive for your body as a whole. So this is going to be similar to my holiday eating attack plan, but we're going to go at it at a little bit different angle today. And the reason we're doing this is because we have the 4th of July holiday coming up, but it could be for a birthday, anniversary, Christmas, Thanksgiving, whenever it is that you would have a cheat meal that was something that you couldn't really opt out of, because there's going to be two different scenarios here. So the perfect cheat meal is the first scenario I'm going to talk about today. And the perfect cheat meal, which is like the thing that you might have every Saturday or every Sunday or whatever day that you would have your cheat meal or your cheat day, we would set that up in the perfect situation and ask that you have tightened up your diet and your exercise routine for that whole week before you get to have this cheat meal. And what that looks like is that you've been eating high-quality foods For that whole week, you've been doing four to five workouts prior to having that cheat day come up. So you've basically checked all the boxes and you've hit your macros and your calories and your high quality foods and your workouts and they are all in check before you have this cheat day. And then on the cheat day, you're actually going to have one of your high intensity workouts prior to having your cheat day start or your cheat meal start. So a lot of times what I would do specifically is I would have my week and make sure it was really good. And then Saturday morning, we'd go and we'd do a really intense multi-workout morning. And then we'd go out for brunch with all of our friends. And I'd usually get something like a a big omelet and a stack of pancakes. And that would be like a, a very high calorie brunch that we'd have on the Saturday morning. And if I needed extra calories or if we were training incredibly hard, then it might be not just that one meal, but it might be the whole rest of the day where I would try and get as many calories as I possibly could. So that's the ideal situation. And if you can set that up on a 4th of July or Christmas or a Thanksgiving or a holiday that you would have an extended unregulated eating day or eating meal, then that would be ideal. So if you can set that up, go ahead and do that. If you're that type of person, then you probably don't need to hear the rest of it that I'm, because I'm talking to you right now. And the the next part is the person that doesn't necessarily have everything all in the line, or it could be that you're the type of person that has you know all of your your ducks in a row usually, but you've had a tough week leading up to a holiday. And then I could be talking to you, and you could be the person that's listening. It could be ideal for you right now. But let's say, for example, you've had a week, uh, 4th of July is coming up and you've had a week that you wanted to get extra work done. So in order to get that extra work done, you literally didn't have time to work out or your workouts were minimal compared to what they would usually be because you've been focusing on getting extra work done to take more time off for the holiday. And I could relate to that right now, except that I've been prioritizing my workouts every single day. It's always something that I do unless my body is feeling overtrained just to get the workouts done because I'm going to be more productive in my work if I take that hour to work out either way. So it's just going to be way more productivity. But let's say that you just didn't have time or you're preparing for something or you just aren't in that 
controlled rhythm yet. So you're listening to this podcast because you thought it would be interesting to know how to have these cheat meals without consequence, but you're not really in the rhythm of doing a good program right now. You, your macros and your calories are not quite set up, and that's totally fine. This is still going to work for you. And this is the next kind of situation where you don't have that ideal setup. You haven't preempted But the worst thing that people can think is that they've had a bad week, so they're just going to let it go downhill from there and just continue making it worse by like, I didn't work out, I didn't eat ideal for the week, and now 4th of July is here, and shoot, I can't get back from this, so I'm not going to do any of these tricks or tips that Joe has here because I'm just going to let it all go downhill. That is the worst thing, the worst idea that you can possibly do because with these quick little ideas and tips and tricks here, I'm going to show you how you can actually make these cheat meals or cheat days or 4th of July's or Christmases work for you and benefit you rather than have them be this complete downhill slope, whereas if you had the bad week and you're going to continue just piling on body fat. I can show you how to snap right out of it in the next half hour, period. So keep on listening and we're going to show or talk about how you can attack something like the 4th of July or holiday or cheat day and have it have no consequences and actually help you out even if you didn't have the ideal week. So let's get into that right now. And and I am preempting this, like I said, because we have the 4th of July coming up in a few days and a lot of us are going to go out and have a barbecue. We're going to watch some fireworks. We're probably going to drink too much alcohol and we're going to, you know, maybe eat some s'mores or whatever in the evening. I know there's going to be tons of food that's all over the place. So you may as well set it up so your body's going to benefit from that. This is possible. It's not possible every single day, but in a remote circumstance, it is possible benefit from it, actually. And we're going to talk about that right now. So getting into the week that we've had being not so great, we've had to preemptively do extra work, uh, study, whatever it may be in order to have this long weekend come about. And ideally, we would have had our macros and nutrition nailed and done tons of good workouts. But we've come to this 4th of July day or holiday, and we are about to partake on all of this eating with all these people and drinking. Let's take a quick, really quick side note. If you can't eliminate anything on a day like this, the drinking is going to be the absolute worst thing for you. It, you there's zero benefit. So no matter how much working out we do, that alcohol is not going to be a benefit for you, period. I'm sorry. So you're going to have to take that into account and you know use that on your own. But the food can be a benefit, even if it's terrible food for you. And here's how you do that. So what you're going to do is I have this set up in three different tiers here. So the three different tiers are that you have zero time. And by zero time, I mean that you have like five minutes. Okay, let's say that you're the cook. I know that the cooks on these particular days work harder than anybody else because they're in the kitchen. They're trying to get things made on time. You know, you're getting that breakfast, getting that lunch barbecue going, getting the snacks throughout the day, and then the, the big old dinner, the dessert, all of that. You are the worker during this time. And I appreciate the heck out of you for doing that and wanting to, you know, create this ideal day for people. So you are the person that has probably zero time. So the zero time workout option number one is that you just do 20 or 30 burpees prior to that first not so good meal that you're going to have. So let's say, you know, you're watching all this food in the oven and whatnot. You literally 
sneak off for five minutes into the bathroom or your bedroom and you do those burpees. You hit the floor, you do 20 to 30 burpees as fast as you can. The goal here is high intensity. So raising the intensity is what you're looking to do. And that is option number one. And I want to preempt this or like add a little asterisk there that I have definitely snuck off into a stranger's bathroom, not a public bathroom, a stranger's bathroom, and done 30 burpees because I knew that this was something that I needed to preempt, that I wanted to prime my body ideally so that I could have that pizza or nachos or mac and cheese or whatever it may be that's not good for you that I want to turn into being good for me. So what happens when you have this high-intensity workout is you're triggering your muscles to switch over and say, I need these nutrients. And if you do that effectively by having a high enough intensity session, doesn't have to be long in duration, just has to be high intensity session, then your body is going to utilize the, you have hormonal responses, you have glycogen utilization, you have the need for your muscles to be repaired, you get these signals that go through your body, so you're tricking it to take this food and replenish glycogen stores to rebuild muscle that you just attacked, and you are not going to have the pathway of fat storage available because your body is going to be uptaking the nutrients in a way that is going to be positive for you. So option number one, there we had it. Number two, let's say that you really can't leave the kitchen. Like you're stuck in the kitchen. You're not even going to the bathroom or you're peeing in a bag or in a bottle or something like that. You're one of these crazy people that can't find five minutes of time, which is not actually true, but I, I see and I hear people limit themselves by this. But let's say that that's, that's you. You can do leg blasters, okay? If you never did the Get Better Project daily challenge, we did leg blasters a few months ago and they were so fantastic. Here's a leg blaster. A leg blaster is 20 air squats, 20 lunges, 20 jumping lunges, and 20 squat jumps. Now don't think, oh, I, I don't have time for that. You can do this in the kitchen while you are working and it doesn't have to be done all at the same time. So let's say that you know, you're know you cooking something, you do slowly you know, the 20 air squats, then slowly the 20 lunges. You might, and, and I'm not saying like slowly in that you do them slowly. I'm saying that you know, you're cooking something, you do a lunge. You're do something else, you do a lunge, you do something else, you do a lunge. And then over the the time that you're cooking, you actually accumulate multiple rounds of these leg blasters. And the leg blasters are fantastic for building up lactic acid and sending your body the signals so it can utilize the nutrients of the food that you're eating, even if they are bad nutrients. So a leg blaster, in an ideal world, you would just step out and you would do them as fast as you possibly could. But I realize we're not in an ideal situation here. The cool thing about them, though, is the jumping lunges and the jumping squats actually create this high-intensity environment for you that is like nothing else that I've actually experienced. It's really unbelievable how good it is at creating this environment. So that's the option number dos. And number three is that you actually go in and you get a full, legit at-home style workout done. And we post these actually on the Get Better Project every single week, usually on Wednesdays. And then we call them the workout of the weeks. So if you go to just the getbetterproject.com and you scroll down, you'll see a whole list on the right side there. Or actually, if you are on your phone, you'll have to scroll down a little bit further because I believe the podcast come up. But you could also click the tab that says workouts up at the top. Uh, and it will take you to a whole bunch bunch of workouts that you do. You just pick the first one if you haven't done it before. Any of them will fit. Number one, doing a high-intensity workout. Number two, there's a bodyweight-only option. And number three, if you have weights 
by weights, I mean dumbbells available or kettlebells available, pick that first one and get the high intensity workout in right there in your yard, in your basement, in your living room, whatever it may be that you have available to you. And that's going to take you about 20 to 30 minutes. So this is the best option. The most ideal option is that you really spike that intensity level, spike the heart rate, and you do a high-intensity muscle-burning style workout. This is not going to work the same way if you were to go out and go for a run or cardio, unless it was a sprint-ish style run, so that you're actually going to increase the intensity of things, or a hill run or something like that where you're going to be really spiking the intensity level. So high-intensity is going to be the key. Don't just think, oh, I'm going to go out for a bike ride in the morning or I'm going to go for a run and that's going to preempt me to have this happen. It doesn't really work that way. For whatever reason, I can't tell you why you have to have the high intensity in order for it to signal your body to utilize these things appropriately. And I also want to preempt again, even though I already said it, that it doesn't work if you were to do this like every single day. You would have better better results if you did it every single day. Let's say you had a cheat day every single day and you went and worked out really hard before that cheat day. You would have way better results than if you didn't do the workouts. But this works the best if it's an isolated situation where you're spiking your body's intensity and then you're spiking the food, meaning that you're probably going to have more calories than you would usually have. You're probably going to have worse calories than you usually have. And you're only going to do it for that one particular day. So like I said, you could do it cardiovascularly. You could go out and do some sprints, but I highly recommend doing not doing sprints unless you're used to doing sprints because it seems like people always pull hamstrings and calves when they go out and do sprints and they're not used to doing them. But it's a possibility you go out for your jog and you do you could do bursts. So you accelerate for like 30 seconds as fast as you can, and then you would slow down and you do that for multiple times if you don't have anything else available to you. But still, I would say that doing one of these body weight, high-intensity workouts like we do in the Get Better Project is going to be the most beneficial for you, bar none. It just is going to be how it is. So if you can do burpees, do burpees. If you can do leg blasters, do leg blasters. If you need a full workout, head over to the Get Better Project and scroll down or click on the workout tab and you can do one of the workouts of the week. And that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to be diving into the Get Better Project. And I also want to mention that uh, if you want to really make sure that you hold yourself accountable is joining a Facebook group like the Get Better Project where people are going to be doing these particular things and asking you to check in like we are on the holidays so that you are held accountable by the people around you or by the people in a group like this in order to get that work done. It makes it way easier if you have an accountability group in order to do that. So I hope this is beneficial for you guys. If you have any questions about this or workout ideas or food thoughts or how you would set this up, I want to hear from you. You can head over to allaroundjoe.com slash 256. That's allaroundjoe.com slash 256. And put the questions down in the show notes down at the bottom, or you can shoot me an email at joe at allaroundjoe.com. Either way, however you want to contact me, it's all good. It's all good in the hood. I'm here to help you. My goal is to help as many people as possible. And it's so easy with 5, 10, 20, 30 minutes on these days that we're all going to have. So we're all going to have these days that we go out and we splurge. I'm going to have one on Saturday. And that's why it preemptively, uh, why I preemptively wanted to do this work or this, this workout, this workout, why I preemptively wanted to do this video, this podcast for you, because I know that it can help a lot of people. So make sure that it's, you know, you check it out, make sure that you ask questions if you have them. 
And if you want to get two free weeks and get better projects so you can join our group and have accountability on Saturday or some other day coming up, head over to getbetterproject.com slash two weeks and we'll get you settled in right away like today if you want to do that. All right, guys, have a good one. Be safe and I will talk to you soon. The All Around Joe Podcast, we optimize all human performance, my perfect chance, athlete, and all around self-proven jockey.